0: Hey Einstein, why are you so frank? Hello and episode and welcome to episode 136 of Under the Call of MS. A normal Tuesday episode where we split everything up. So I'm running a little behind today because I decided to run my errands first. We got some goodies here. Get Dark Fang, volume one, Earth Calling. Her name is Vala. In life, she was a fisherwoman. In death, she, was, she is a vampire residing peacefully at the bottom of the ocean. When a mysterious dark plague descends upon her aquatic paradise, she must venture to the surface in search of answers. What she finds is a world headed towards an environmental collapse that will eventually wipe out her food supply. If Bala is to continue to have the blood she needs to survive, then she must stop the fossil fuel industries from destroying the planet, no matter the cost. This is done by Miles Gunter from BPRD and Kelsey Shannon from Bastard Samurai. It's an action horror middle finger to the politicians and propagandists who choose to deny the reality of climate change. This is a very fun look at the whole vampire situation. Uh, This is going to be one of my top books for the end of year categories, probably. I really like how she just deals with the early years of her vampiric transformation and just gets sick of everything around her and decides to go out into the ocean and live spend a hundred years living in under the water, under the sea. <laughs> uh SpongeBob. She befriends a shark, she befriends jellyfish, uh And she just has a blast. She just has tons of things to access because we're pigs and just throw everything into our oceans and don't give a shit and ships sink and all that stuff. So she finds like sunken ships. So she has libraries to read from. She's got all kinds of things to mess around with and do and just keep her busy. It's like personally, if I could be a vampire and I could live under the water because I don't have to worry about dying because I don't have to breathe underwater to survive. That would be awesome. That's where I'd stay. It's like, why even be up here? The earth is so polluted with ignorance that it's just not even, not even fun to be around anymore. It's like we could, we, we have the power, we have the access, we have everything we need to make this the greatest world ever. And yet, we still let all these jackass politicians control everything and just fill their pockets and do nothing with the money and we could be helping and changing the whole world and it would take one one year's time and we could just totally change everything to the better, but nope, I gotta have that conflict, so so yeah, she just has to come out of the ocean because jackasses have oil pipelines that destroy that just wipe out complete environments because of uh, ruptured pipelines, explosions, all that crap. So she sees her friends die and deals with things around her and decides to come out of the ocean and go after whatever this menace is. And she finds, well, she comes out of the ocean. She's naked, obviously. And <laughs> her little uh, jellyfish friend becomes her dress, which I thought was really cool. Uh, she deals with some of the idiots, and she finds a character, cuts his head off, and he's like a computer someone that's good with social networking and all that stuff so he takes care of everything sets everything up for her gets her going and then she uses her vampire powers to entrance people to donate money to her channel and that's how she makes a living to get going so she can worry about hunting these idiots down And it's a it's a great story I, I just keep going into it and more and more but there's a main character that hunts her down that's of course religious based because, you know, how the religious freaks got to control everything and are the some of the biggest causes of the world's disasters. Yeah, check that out if you like Vampire Stories. That was awesome. And then, uh, and that's a trade paperback, by the way. And that, I don't know if I mentioned who it was by. It is by Image Comics. Oh, can't go wrong with the image. Uh, next one's also a trade paperback. This is by Ran Ranine or something like that. But it's uh, Itty Bitty Bunnies, Cavalcade of Contraband. <laughs> it has a few different stories. And they're really messed up. <laughs> anyway, for one, the bunnies are around just. Dinglings hanging out. There's all kinds of poop jokes in here. Drug references, the first stories, Rainbow Pixie Candyland. Uh, you got tons of murdering, uh, dismemberment, destruction going on throughout these stories, and. I think a while back I did the skeletal Bunnies. I'm almost thinking these are the exact same writers and stuff. I didn't look at that reference it at all. This is done written and drawn by Dean Rankine but uh one of the stories they come across the old skeletal bunnies so I don't know if these bunnies are the bunnies that become skeletal bunnies or uh, uh, they just are done by the same people or whatever. <laughs> they pick on lots of things. They have Steven Seagal, the KKK, the different movies and shows they do little parodies of. They do a thing with Santa Claus and Jesus Christ and, yeah. Andre the Giant makes an appearance in here. The Care Bears. <laughs> just, there's all kinds of interesting things that they cross over in here. But, but yeah, you gotta be ready for some nasty stuff because they get in this so pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty bad, pretty wicked things. And we checked out crossover three and four. Finally, I finally. Get, well, I never got my fourth issue or my third issue, so I went and bought them. I was holding on to the special fourth issue Madman that someone picked up for me, and I uh, wanted to read it, but I <laughs> haven't read the third one yet. For some reason, on my orders, I screwed up and didn't get it in. But at the end of the third third one, where uh, Madman appears. And so the fourth one has a lot of stuff with Madman in it. From Mike Allred, if you know anything about the character. There's lots of other interesting characters and stuff throughout these. Uh, And the third one, there's you see a Krakow. So that reference makes you think all Shazams and then in the neighborhood then. And then in the fourth one, you see some stuff again with a psychotic religious character uh has a person tied up in his basement that he's abusing if it isn't children it's characters that children like or something that something that they enjoy the religious fanatics have to go after stuff like that but uh yeah it's there's a variety of characters you get to see throughout here is a depiction of the Secondary world uh, area that's shielded off, and they you see a bunch of references to a bunch of characters and wanted a picture it there, too. But, but yeah, check that out. Crossover is a really good series going right now by Image Comics. I suggest anybody that's in the comics gets in, gets on that one. But that's it for now, and we're gonna get to the MS part, okay? For the MS section my crap cap started this week it's i noticed it coming about a week ago it was getting worse and worse each day i could feel it and now i'm hitting the main pain main extra pain uh a lot of gait issues a lot of a lot of walking pain a lot of muscular pain skeletal complete body pain and all that stuff it's All setting in, I don't have my uh, next infusion till April 20th, so of course it's right on time. Usually it hits me about six weeks out, but this time, thankfully, it didn't hit me till about four weeks out. But since I'm dealing with that, I'm going to talk about some gait and walking problems. (coughs) Excuse me. Many people with MS will experience difficulty with walking is also called amulation. The term gait refers to more specifically. Or yeah, more refers more specifically to the manner of, or pattern of walking. Like an unsteady gait. I hear that a lot. Uh, studies suggest that half the people with relapsing remitting MS will need some assistance with walking within 15 years of their diagnosis gate problems in ms are caused by a variety of factors ms frequently causes fatigue which can limit walking endurance ms damage to nerve pathways may hamper coordination and or cause weakness poor balance numbness or spasticity abnormal which spasticities the abnormal increase in muscle tone and stuff and the and all that which we've been talking a lot about lately visual or cognitive problems can also interfere with walking concerns about falling or appearing impaired in public cause problems too something I sometimes leading to social isolation how people are just rude little assholes and make comments about you behind your back or to you out in public but if you're having difficulty walking or keeping your balance, if fatigue turns to your turns your legs to jelly, don't despair, speak up. Many walking problems can be significantly improved with physical therapy, exercise, the right assistive device or medication. Untreated walking problems can lead to emotional distress, injuries, added fatigue and suspicion by others that your abnormal gait stems from alcohol or drugs it's like 10 a.m they think we're drunk off our ass walking around so I just don't take any consideration There would be anything else and still pissed about that time i fell down on the courthouse steps and couldn't stand up because my arms and legs gave out and got da's and stuff just walking right past you know and Offering to give you a hand, they're making little comments, people as they walk by you. It's, uh, people are such pieces of crap. Talking with your primary healthcare provider about getting an accurate assessment of your gait pattern is an important step toward maintaining and enhancing your mobility. Your healthcare provider will probably refer you to a physical therapist for this assessment. You may also be asked to perform tests that measure muscle strength, fatigue levels, range of motion, spasticity, and balance. Your physical therapist and your healthcare provider will work together on a plan of action. Your insurance may have tight limitations on reimbursement for physical therapy so review your coverage to avoid nasty surprises. I know mine covers six uh, therapy sessions a year and then i'll usually pay for an extra six or so because i like to use the needling and stuff that eric is experienced with and it's just it's nice to get those sessions in and get a little bit of healthy help here and here there to alleviate the pain muscle weakness clearly interview interferes with walking damage to neurons, nerve cells can affect a particular muscle group or groups, so they no longer respond to the nervous system input that normally guides the act of walking. The result may be legs that tire quickly or feel wobbly. Foot drop is a specific kind of weakness that results from poor nerve conduction to the muscles used to flex the ankle. A person with foot drop finds it difficult to lift one or both feet fully while walking, making it difficult to manage curbs, stairs, uneven surfaces, hell, even carpets. <laughs> the right assistive device is often the most effective strategy. And you know, I seen my foot doctor last week, and we did more extensive x-rays and found out that I was actually born with both feet deformed and my left foot is still the worst of the two and that's the one that's having the foot drop problems. So we talked about some upcoming things to deal with, with that in the future, but yeah, I also got like where my teeth all are gone now. It's my nails are weak and break easily. And on my foot drop foot, I'll catch carpets and stuff because of my foot dropping downward. And I got, I always got one or two toenails that are split in half and all bloodied up. Nail just peels right off it. (laughs) But yeah, I can catch my nail on my bed sheet and it rips a chunk off it. It's so weird. In fact, the wrong kind of exercise will do nothing to improve walking and can lead to fatigue and increased weakness. Most MS patients cannot tolerate the levels of exercise recommended for healthy individuals. Intense exer- exercise can cause a temporary increase in MS problems. Similarly, what is good exercise for one person with MS may not be good for another. Experience experience shows that even a small amount of exercise helps as long as it is repeated at least five days per week. Working with an experienced physical therapist, people can learn appropriate exercises as well as ways to compensate for loss of strength. Another nice thing with physical therapists is they teach you a lot of the rubber band exercises. Those aren't as stressful on the body, and you can do those anywhere in your home or outside, which is nice. And they'll usually set you up with a couple bands to take home. Uh, Muscle weakness that interferes with walking is not the same thing as MS fatigue, which is a feeling of, of lack of energy. But MS fatigue can make walking problems worse. Using an aid is not. An all or nothing choice. Many people continue to walk and to work on improving their walking while using an aid. Assistive devices allow you to get from where you want to go without exhausting all your energy reserves and without being a risk of falling. Hold up wheelchair for outings. That involves long distances. Help. Help. Impaired balance not only makes walking difficult, it can result in falls and injuries. A loss of balance and coordination can produce a swaying, uneven gait called ataxia that is often mistaken for drunkenness. It is important to identify the underlying problems so the best rehabilitation can be initiated. Therapeutic strategies that may help balance. Balance deficits include eye muscle exercises, movements of the head activating the inner ear, as well as core strengthening, stretching, and strengthening the legs. Aerobic activity, stretching and strengthening, strengthening specific muscles can address some of the secondary reasons for balance difficulties. Ainer walker may be prescribed for safe and independent walking. Utilizing an assistive device is much safer than reaching for walls or furniture. <clears throat> and they have nice walkers out there now with handbrakes, uh, seats, baskets, all kinds of stuff. For you, it's not just the standard, ugly looking silver bar walkers. Installing grab bars around the home can also make transfers easier and delay activities and daily activities safer. Getting rid of clutter and area rugs minimizes the risk of tripping and falling. And those grab bars can be used many ways. I use them in the shower also. I turn them horizontally and stack them so I have different foot level positions. I can put my foot up on since I don't have no side tub or anything to leg up on to scrub to reach your feet and everything. Loss of feeling or tingling in the legs or feet indicate that the brain is not receiving accurate sensory input. Like like you're wearing a thick heavy boots you can't feel where you're stepping or you just that numbness i have it where you're stepping but you're not feeling the ground so you're not sure if you're secure or not solutions may involve using a cane walker or canadian crutch which has those arm cuffs and grab handles which i still want to get set of them too for doing for when i'm out more on a hiking style walk especially on the rough terrains it was pathetic. Just the other day, I, <laughs> me and the wife on Sunday carried a bench down from the upper shed, and uh, it was about thirty yards of walking, and it's a very tiny incline. I, I, it's an incline you barely see visually, but just that little bit of tiltiness, I'm struggling to walk. We're just carrying a chair and walking down the thing and they have lots of things like collapsible, collapsible canes now that you can fold up and throw in your purse or in your jacket pocket it can be stowed away in a bag or under a chair or easy to get to just stick it under your dry, your car seats or something so you got it available I keep I keep about three canes in my vehicles. I got my normal cane, my hook cane, and then my collapsible cane in one car. And then the truck has a cane. house has a cane, at least one cane in each room that I mainly uh, am in. And I have the walkers just outside in the garage and all that. Spasticity is abnormal muscle tone or tightness of muscles often accompanied by muscle spasms. Spasticity can be uncomfortable and interferes with movement. As a person moves, the nervous system sends streams of signals to muscle groups to expand or contract in sequence. MS damage can interfere with these coordinated events making certain muscles contract when they shouldn't. Spasticity can cause uneven gait. In addition, muscles in spastic limbs may atrophy from lack of use, and joints may also develop contractures, or they freeze in one painful position, which I hate when it happens. If they remain rigid over time, loss of range of motion can make it difficult to perform simple daily activities. Muscle spasms can be painful and can interfere with sleep at night. It's like one thing I'm getting real pissed off about lately is I'm trying to take my hand at painting for the first time in my life. Painting portraits, well, not portrait pictures, <clears throat> and they will have characters in them probably, but uh. Um trying to do that and just with holding my arm up straight and stuff like that, it doesn't take long at all. Um lucky if I can get fifteen minutes in before everything just starts to seize up. But great mix of stretching stretching, exercise, and medications can control spasticity, improve comfort and function, and prevent the serious complications that come with it. Baclofen is known well, tizanidine, Botox injections, the Baclofen pump, lots of things we've been talking about recently. Uh, Controlling spasticity is a long-term effort. Good management calls for a team approach, physician or nurse, and a physical therapist all contributing to a treatment outcome is probably your best effort. Best chance for any, for some relief. <clears throat> uh, let's take a sip for the working man. Going horse today. I Really did any talking. Fear of falling it is embarrassing as well as frightening. While it is essential to preserve one's mobility in and outside their home, this should be done in a safe way. You can do modifications to your area with ramps, different devices like canes, walkers, scooters, all that you can use. Uh, Common sense. can help you enjoy your active life without excessive fatigue or risk of injury from falling. If you take advantage of things and don't act like. Like a, a wonderful person from our family group. I took home the other day and she's in her eighties and she's sitting there struggling cause her knees hurting her and stuff. I'm like, I I know your husband had canes. I know you got canes. Why don't you use a cane? She's like, oh, it's another thing I carry and the way it look. and I'm Like, no, I just told her, no, you're just being a stubborn jackass. And you could save yourself some pain and get around easier and I'll give you more mobility when you need it at other times instead of just wearing yourself out. It's like, I, I accept it, I deal with it, but and there are some Fancified ones out there, and it's not like she didn't. She bought herself one of those seated walkers. <laughs> it was funny because I went into our pharmacy where my wife works like a week before that, and I picked out the one I want because I'm definitely needed this summer for doing the yard and everything. And uh sure as shit, she came in the following week and she bought the one I was gonna buy. <laughs> I took her to buy a fridge freezer a while back. She buys the one I I wanted. It's like, the hell? She's getting all my shit. Yeah. It's like, use them. Don't feel bad about it. It'll help you out in the long run. Keep moving. It's important to be out in the world and not be secluded and hiding at home, not getting any socialization. Yeah. The rolling walkers to weighted 4 prong canes, which will stand by themselves. They got ultralight power assist wheelchairs to fully powered multi-level wheelchairs. And now they got the nicer looking and they're expensive. But if you can afford them, the wheelchairs where you sit forward and everything's more behind you. So you're actually out front, you're seen, you're not, they don't see the whole wheelchair first uh there are excellent websites and information about such equipment uh you can check out abledata.com abledadat com. there's designer cane makers out there you can get reimbursements for assistive technology if your insurance allows it so check into that stuff and remember to Explore other benefits if you qualify for them. If you're part of the BA or something, there's all kinds of assistive things. Uh, yeah, check those things out. Take care of yourself, don't overwork yourself if you don't have to. But. Good to yourself, good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster, and we will get back to you again soon.